Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to the Empire pregame show. Uh, Levac over here, Gaz over there. Um, Gaz, you're going to be in the house. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm going to make an appearance tonight. I'm going to tell. That's that's my that's my tease for the tonight's game. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, sure, sure. Some people are concerned about playoff football. I know most of you are wondering what kind of appearance I'm going to make this evening. You'll have to be there to find out. It's only in house, my friends. Only in house. Playoff Saturday. It's just a different vibe. It just it just hits different, as the kids say. A little playoff action here at the MVP Arena today. How you doing, guys? Seven o'clock kickoff. Levac the semifinals. The Albany Empire hosting a shot, an opportunity to get to the title game. They got to get by the Jacksonville Sharks. There's so many storylines to get to. I guess before we actually talk about the game itself and the playoff, we got to give love to where we are, right? Like. I know it's hard to reflect on a spot you're in, but the overall regular season champions, that alone is a great accomplishment for Coach Manas, for the franchise. Coach, uh, I called him Coach Mike Corda there. I like that. Uh, <laughs> owner Mike Corda. For everybody a part of your staff, Like that's a big deal that the Empire are the top seed in the playoffs. Yeah, back-to-back uh, -back years. And, you know, the what's that old saying like the uh the reports of our demise were exaggerated because you know we had that losing streak and you know as coach likes to say you break the, the season down into quarters we didn't have the best third quarter um but we're uh we're here and and this is all you can ask for is a chance to defend your own field and um the guys are ready and i heard you talking about it a lot you know where the other teams were kind of like oh, you, your roster's not built for iron man now all of a sudden they're looking at us going why do you have so many good players? It's not fair. You know, and it's like, oh, you know, okay, but I thought the roster wasn't built right. So, you know, now it's it's up to the guys. You know, you can you can do whatever you can do to make sure it's right. But uh today at, at seven o'clock, Empire Sharks um looks, <laughs> looks a lot like last year's playoffs, um, except for the fact that uh, you know, this is a, this is an interesting sharks team. A lot of crazy things could be going on with this sharks team tonight, and um it's uh I just I'm fired up. I'm, I'm almost speechless just how, how different this one feels than last year's. It feels different than last year's. It also feels different than the matchup earlier in the season, right? Like because of the two matchups that, that jump out to me when the Sharks and the Empire played each other, we go back to way back to week two of this season. Hold on a, a second. Hold on a second. Go, Hold ahead. On a second. Hold go on. ahead. Hold on a second. Trayvon Shorts, get off the internet. Get off the internet, Mr. Shorts. You got work to do, Shorts. Get off the internet. You keep shorts. doing your thing, Shorts. The best running back performance in Empire history. That's what he wants to hear. That's what he, and, that's and, what he could do again today in the playoffs. We can add that best running back playoff performance in Empire history. He could be poised to do that today. Remember, he's going against he's going to some big names. You know, Michael Boom Boom Benson, Jay Rich, everybody like that. Uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be, a, it's a, it's a big road to hoe, but he also hits like a truck. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, what highlight reel that guy gets on the internet for us, you know, whether it be running in touchdowns or hitting people and make them slide five, five yards, six yards in, in midair. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's don't worry, you know, I'm ready. I know you're ready. You don't have to get ready when you stay ready, but still short scout the internet. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I what I was getting guy, at, man. yeah, he's the man, dude. Loved watching his development this season. One of my favorite players when he gets the ball in his hands to do things. I know we'll be shouting him out on the broadcast for sure today. Uh, the Jacksonville matchups, right? Like week two of the season, Mike Faithful, quarterback week one, on the roster for the Sharks here week two. Sam Castronova, you saw some of these highlights on CBS 6. There's my plug. Of Castronova in his debut as the starter in Florida. 
And then this was the travel issue game, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like the yeah. Saturday scheduled game moved to Sunday and the Empire really dominated that performance. But if you're a Shark fan, you have a lot of excuses as to why that team didn't play as well. It's hard to find out here for semifinal opener game three if the Sharks are maybe potentially offering some excuses because they could. They could say like, hey, we weren't prepping for that quarterback and we had travel issues. Jacksonville has excuses if they want heading into this playoff, but we'll find out if those excuses help at all when your season's on the line today. Yeah, you know, knowing the guys in Jacksonville, it's not going to be an excuse situation. It's going to, you know, maybe if, maybe if they lose, there, there'll be some excuses out there, but I don't think you'll see them come from the team. Um, they, they are a different team than we faced, you know, with not even knowing whether it's going to be Arbel Nelson or Mike Faithful. Not, you know, either one of those guys can, can bring it and sling it. Um, it's, it's a different team. So they are here. They were here yesterday. They're in the building. They're ready to go. They actually, we even, you know, worked with them to set up their team meal in the building. They wanted to be in the – no, they don't want any travel issues. It's not like, hey, we're going to go over and, and have lunch here or this. That. No, we're going right over to the building. We're going to get ready. So it's going to be, you know, Jacksonville versus Albany. It's, it, the, the other stuff's not going not gonna to matter. So all, the, all that in the past, you, I don't think you can look at this Jacksonville team the same way you do the team that the Empire beat twice this year. Not you know it was if anything will be closer to that first game. I think these are pretty even teams. I think I think we've got more talent, but I think we are we have the most talent in the league in my opinion. But obviously that's what I'm going to say. It's it's my team. I love these guys, but uh, no, this is going to be. I think the Empire needs to not do what we do to ourselves, and that starts slow. You know, we historically we as coach like said we'd like to make things more difficult for ourselves than they need to be. I don't think we can do that against this Jacksonville team. I think we need to go out and handle business. I think so too. And I think that matchup you mentioned there of three different Jacksonville teams, it's looked like team yeah. in week two team for that Saturday, Sunday mix up in the quarterback position, changing Nelson, right. Yeah. Or faithful. You know, I just like to drop that one more time just, just yeah. to see if he might get on the field, but that a really no, all time great quarterback. Yeah. And, and realistically speaking, you know, who knows, you know, cause Nelson, you know, he had the ankle issue and stuff like that, but I think he's, the quarterback scenarios for the rest of the season are insane. They're just insane. You know what I mean? Like you, you we're going to talk about the other game coming up, but you know, Mike Faithful is a UCLA guy. UCLA guy. He's got a phenomenal arm. He's more of a stationary quarterback, which doesn't seem to fit Ironman football this year as well as the guys who can move around. But you know, he's he's not somebody who's going to who's going to go lightly. I mean, you look at his numbers from Week One for us, even though that was a loss against Carolina, he slung it, and then he the way he started. The last game for them, you know, he what was it? His first three drives were touchdowns, first four yeah. drives were touchdowns, whatever it was. But like he's he can play, he can flat out play. And Nelson, I mean, that guy is he's one of the greats. So either of those quarterbacks healthy, ready to sling it tonight, it's not going to be easy for our defense. But they're they're ready to play. They're ready to play. I'm, I know that. I did, dude. I got to do this real quick. Yeah. I'm sorry. When you see uh, when you see the, the architect, the guy who started the empire here, George Manius. Uh, put in a comment. You got to get it out there. Uh, pop it on real quick to wish Levac, Mike Corda, head coach Tom Manas, and the entire Empire team and staff best of luck tonight and their run to bring another championship to the 518. Thank you, George. Appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. I love that guy. Shout out to George, man. Good stuff. So I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I saw George. I was gonna, I, I well, excited. it's a perfect. No, no, no. It was a perfect segue. Maybe George, if he's still with us, can even offer some insight in our comments section about the difference it feels like in comparison to. 
uh, a team he was with before, and even the team team president in 2021, you as well, in 2022. It feels like the vibe I'm getting is in comparison to past playoff teams, there doesn't seem to be as much pressure or it's not being said on this Empire team as much. And that's a compliment. And what I mean by that is that the expectations were for a lot of seasons, okay, you've got to win it all. You've got to win it all. So many additions were made in 2021 where it was like, we brought you guys in for a reason. And I'm talking about like the midseason acquisitions of what happened with the Empire. Like, we're going for this. It seems like this bunch of players are veterans. They know they're good. They're confident in their abilities. They've seen these matchups before where it's kind of what you and coach have talked about over the last couple of weeks here in July of we know our roster is good. If we play our game, we can beat anybody in this league. There's no need to put extra pressure on this team. Are you getting that same vibe where like how these guys are conducting themselves going into this matchup is far different than past Empire teams in the playoffs? It's definitely different. I think a lot of the reason it's different is, is the game's different. You know, it is let's let's be clear it's it's a different game it's ironman football um two years now working with with coach manas i i look at it this way last year he was constantly tinkering with the roster because he always felt like there was you know what 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 do we used to hear from guys in the nfl like every tuesday somebody's coming to take your job like he always felt like like there was always somebody out there who he could slightly improve the way he was doing what he was doing whatever there was a point in this year where you notice our roster moves all just about stopped. And I think it's because this is the roster he wants to win with. And he, he flat out said in the coaches show this week, you know, he feels like this, this team wins a championship together and they're the team that for decades will reach out to each other and be like, Hey, remember when we won that one in Albany? Like this is the group of guys that you want to win with. Um, so it's, it's a different kind of pressure. Where like last year it was kind of like an FU tour, you know, it was like 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 new to the league, just got back in in the in the building. Uh, people didn't even want us to play because of COVID, and it was like FU against all odds is what it says inside the championship ring. You know, it, it, this one is we want this one for our for our guys. Like I want I want this W for Sam Castronova, Darius Prince, who should be the first non quarterback MVP this league has ever seen. Like, you know, Trayvon Shorts, who was just on, and Coach Manas, who, and Coach Ware, and, and and Jay Rich, his first year as being a coach. Like, I want this, I want this win for them. Last year, I wanted it kind of for me, even though I wasn't playing. But this year, you <laughs> want it, you want it for the other guys wearing blue and orange. I have a prediction for this game. And you know, like the etiquette of broadcasters, I follow the etiquette. Like I don't pick the games. It's like a very, people wonder why the broadcasters don't do that. We get enough grief on YouTube from people who watch the game. So there's no need of, oh, he picked us to win. I heard him. So he's rooting against us. That's why they actually don't do that for you know the little inside baseball there. I do have a prediction for this game. And it's something you've heard before with me standing on the sidelines. Uh, this game is going to fly. Okay. This game, is, right. you know, this game is going to fly. And especially in the first half. Because we saw a little bit of this in the San Antonio matchup where San Antonio tried to like control the pace. And San Antonio's offense in the regular season finale was really good. Defense stepped up for the Empire in the second half, and that was the difference in winning that game. But in, in sort of like how Carolina did this, it feels like one of the strengths for a team is to keep Prince, Castronova, and those types of offensive impact players off the field. Do you think I'm crazy with this theory that the best chance Jacksonville has here in the semifinal matchup is to get that time of possession in their favor and try to keep those guys off the field and that way speed up that first half in their favor. I, you know, I, I'm the one thing I know 
is it stupid for me to start commenting on how this game will be coached? Um, because when you look at the way Coach Manasseh's brain works, it's it's different. Like you know, it's not mine. I don't I don't I don't think that way. There's a reason he's in charge of that stuff. So I don't I don't think you'll see a scenario where it's where he goes into this game going, okay, I really want the I want the first thirty minutes of game time to only be an hour. I want this. I want that. I think he's he goes into it when you talk about clock with him. It's how much time can I get through these drives so that I keep my best players, my best unit? Cause the players are all great. As he just messaged me directly and said, best team I ever coached period, all, all caps for the period. Um, you know, how, how do I keep that first group together the longest for the most game time? That's what he looks for. I think more than anything. So I don't think he's going to go into it like that. I think, I think he's going to legitimately go into it. Like, how many points can how many possessions can I steal? How many points can I steal early? And then hopefully put this thing in a situation where, you know, it's never in doubt in the second half. I don't like you're the one guy, like you, you I think if you could bet football the way people bet, you know, fights where oh it's gonna be X amount under X amount of minutes or over X amount of rounds or whatever, you'd love that. You used to do that to me all the time when we do the U Albany games. U Albany, yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, no, I, I think I don't. I think there's not a lot of clock watching in the world of uh, Coach Dominos. It's more, it's more scoreboard, it's more play, it's more making sure we get that W for these guys. Can you make sure just comments for audio audience? He did actually write back for that comment I had asked. Yeah, you you had said that we were under uh, like less pressure, and uh, and and George said agree with guys to an extent. The Empire team assembled is the best in the league. However, the expectation is that you should win with all that talent plus a target on your back based on all that talent, the pressure. So pressure is there. I agree. I like, again, it's and, and the, there's a, there's a respect team to team, player to player, coach to coach front office, the front office in the NAL, but they don't like us. Like we weren't supposed to come in and win in year one. And we sure as hell aren't supposed to be where we are now, you know? So, so it's, it's it, the target is a hundred percent there. Like, I talked to the commissioner today. Commissioner Siegfried and I were talking about some other stuff today. And I get I don't get the call other people get from, from the commissioner. I get, hey, Emperor Levac. I don't get like because I jokingly said I want to be the emperor, not the team president. I get emperor. Other teams will like tongue in cheek call me the emperor. It's and, and it's an insult. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, this arrogant <laughs> fat bastard up in, in Albany thinks he's more important. It's it's one of those, it's one of those things. That that just it's just there, you know what I mean? So so like my guy Casey Smith, who, who was one of the owners for the Lions. If you guys win, it's okay to look ahead. What day is the championship game if you host? Uh that would be August 13th. If if it if it's us, because like this is what coach hates. I'm like, I don't, I'm not gonna touch the money. If it's if it is Albany, it'll be it'll be right here, and it'll be August 13th, it'll be a seven o'clock kickoff. And he, like, uh, Casey and I are smart asses. That's why we get along. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got two other things. I know the graph on the front says Columbus, Carolina. I want to get to that matchup. I want to give shout out to Mohawk in a second, but let's give love for people who might still be thinking about coming out for Saturday night. They're looking for tickets. If you yeah. might've missed it earlier in the week, let's give love to the awesome partnership going on tonight with the empire and special Olympics. Yeah. So, um, you know, special Olympics of New York, very near and dear close to my heart. Um, I've made some amazing friends with some great athletes and the people who are, are run the office here. So um, we wanted to do something. So if you go to uh, all of our social media, whatever, you'll see there's a link 
uh, even on mine right now, my personal Facebook and, and Twitter. Um, if you buy a ticket through that, $5 donation goes to Special Olympics of New York. We'll also be honoring some of those athletes during the game tonight. Um, Caroline, who runs Game Day Ops, has, has put together a really great, uh, great, just fun way to get the get the the guys and ladies out there. And um, we're just excited. And, and it's it's the beginning of a partnership with them. Um, it's 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 going to be, you know, the Lawless family. You know, they're my boys. I, it sucks because I know Eddie and his mom, Colette, are doing a baseball stadium tour. They've been to like three ballparks in like the last like four or five days. So good for them. But they, that means they probably won't be there tonight. But, uh, you know, I know a lot of the a lot of the athletes that have, um, you know, been nice enough to uh, let me hang with them and talk to them and, and be a part of their journey are going to be there tonight. So very excited. Uh, make sure you come out, show, show, show some support. Not only is it great playoff football, but chance to show some support for these great athletes who represent in New York down in uh, Orlando for the for the uh, U.S. games. Get your tickets, go out and support, especially when it's playoff football. It's for a great cause. Upstate New York, Bracken. push to the capital. What, what is it? I saw that Another comment. live show. Bracken, this is what I do, all right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you you know, you think you're prolific because you go out there, you push some weights around and play some football. I'm on, man. You you, you turn on the interwebs. I'm here. I'm ready to roll. I go. I'm a what's goer. It take, what's it going to take to get him on one of these shows? I think he wants on. I think you just have does. to email him. I think you can. Country's a good dude. You know what? Maybe if if the cards fall right, and and it's and it's Empire Lions for the second year straight, even though they've got a lot to do, you know, uh, I'm sure we could we could probably get Country to jump on the jump on the show real quick. Country, the request is now in. I'll email you. I'll DM you if you want to make it official. I'll sign well, it. Wait till, wait till after. Let's see how okay. the game goes. Fair you know, enough. Let's not let's not put that pressure on Country just yet. Let's all right. You know, let's see how it um, goes first. Before we preview that Columbus Carolina game, I want to give love to the Mohawk family. They are proud sponsors of the Albany Empire. If you watch the YouTube broadcast, if you're inside the arena, you know every first down is brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Levac and I know from experience we love the Mohawk family. We've both got great rides thanks to Mohawk. Whether it's Mohawk Chevy or Mohawk Honda, Honda in Glenville, Chevy in Malta. I don't care where you're listening in upstate New York. From Glenville to Malta, Saratoga, uh, Lake George, wherever it is, it is worth the drive. If you're out in Utica, Herkimer, drive to one of those two spots and trade in your vehicle. They are buying your car this and summer. And if you're afraid to make a drive of that distance, that's all the more reason you need to get to Mohawk. <laughs> that's exactly right. They will give you the price for your vehicle that you've had. And potentially, whatever you bought, that number, it might be going back in your pocket or you might be getting a new vehicle or both. We love the crew out there. Shout out to everybody. Andy Gelcher, Greg Johnson, Lindsey Harridan. Cam and Brian McKenna, we can go up and down the list. John and service and more. We love the Mohawk family. So this summer, trade in your vehicle. That supply chain is still so bizarre right oh. now. Take advantage of it. Mohawk yeah. Honda, Mohawk Chevy, proud sponsors of the Albany Empire and Godzilla Media. Mohawk, where they always go out of their way to please you. Buddy of mine's going there today. Um, he, um, he's got family that works at a different dealership. He's like, Jeff, I need to get over to Mohawk. I'm going over there, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, of course. Will you call ahead? And, to, and like set me up i'm like of course i will no problem because they're gonna do great by anyway i don't really have to do anything but i did you know i reached out to to the hondiva herself Lindsay Heron. i was like hey my buddy's coming in he's looking for this this and whatever she goes great i'll be here no problem like but it's still like it feels it's one of those ones where like like i get to take credit for something that was going to happen anyway like oh yeah the sun's gonna come up tomorrow morning you're welcome that's what i do so it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of nice uh, i want to run through some of these comments real quick yes don't mind. definitely and shout out to everybody who's been joining the show we appreciate you all being a part of it right now and Mary Jo jumped in right away. Let, let's get it. Albany said she appreciates us and we, we appreciate you as well. Um, you know, I said I was we were giving shorts a hard time. Ryan Becker, you know, 
big sink because he used to be 55. Now he's now he's number four. He likes the single digits. I think it's slimming. I think it, I think that's why he likes it. And then uh, of course our friends at Inside the Walls finally uh, they, they've reared their not so ugly heads again. Playoff football is here, gents. And um, just a lot a lot of great comments in here that we've been getting. You know our guy Instacam. He's he's here. Instacam. He's gonna do, is he gonna do the peanuts dance tonight? Oh, I hope camera? so. He had me laughing out loud when he was doing it last week on the broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was great, man. He gets into it, made his own shield. One of these days, even though our shield like probably weighs more than poor Cam, I might have to let Cam rock our shield for a little bit during a game. Yes. But uh, we mentioned the quarterback situation inside the walls. Nelson, Bain, Mason, Nova. Damn, um, it's 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 a lot, man. It, it's 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 great. You know, speaking of Arvell Nelson Becker coming back at us, Ryan. Arvell's a beast. Upset us once back when he's with the Valor. Remember that? That still upsets me to this day. Because remember, that was the four-team league. And the Empire got off to a, a slow start and then started ticking. And while they were losing, I went on our radio show and said, hey, man, the way this is set up, you can win two games and win it all. And that's basically what the Valor did. <laughs> they did like four wins that year. It was it was it was tough, man. But they that's that's for real. Uh, you know some of the some of the South Colony guys jumping in. My guy Panucci. Uh, let's go Empire. Going to my first game tonight. Good luck, gents. Love that you're going to be there, Jason. Can't believe it's your first game. Thought we were closer than that. Uh, uh, while Jason is he's a South Colony guy, do you want to give love to the stuff outside? Did we talk about D Scott and the crew? Yeah, another uh, another class of '94 guy. You know, uh, it's it's our guy D Scott from. He's not allowed to like promote himself on the radio station, but he's a Kiss One Hundred Two Three guy. Uh, he's a radio guy. He's he's again he's another class of uh, ninety four. Halix Hitting Garage. He's is uh, there's another ninety four guy, another another you know, South County dude for you. Like uh, I got that earlier this week. It's like you guys just kind of stick together. I'm like, well, yeah, the ones who like each other, uh, the rest of them would just leave out in the desert to die. But uh, you know, it's it's here we are. Um, <laughs> I was no. That's the new wrestling faction. Those two 94s. plus you plus Corda <laughs> plus Bobby Fish will be Bobby the leader. Fish. That that's the leader there's, of that pack. There's a lot. There's a lot out there. Yeah. I mean, and you know, uh, our guy Henry, you know, former Colony cop. Now he's uh, now he's doing lacrosse over at uh, at the high school. There's a lot of we don't, you know. And then the guys who left, you know, there's guys who left the market who are you know still. You know, we still kind of like them, even though they abandoned us. Whatever. Uh, my my guy Tommy Gross. Let's uh, get better, Jeff. I'm actually good right now. I'm good right now. This is just this is uh, what, what was my fa- one of my favorite sayings during the pandemic: an overabundance of caution is what is what we're doing right now. Um, it, it's it's yeah. <laughs> Tommy Gross, we need the Levacness back for the championship game. Trust me, I sprinkle a little Levacness around tonight. Just. <laughs> and it's the real it's 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 a different kind of contagious coach Hal, give them hell boys they will our guys will get after it uh charlotte von schiller <laughs> wait you're the president <laughs> she stole her. my she job a while me. back she, she did kicked, she, she cracks me up <laughs> she like it was it was uh it, it was a problem it, it was <laughs> this is so we said we're gonna have country on the show ryan becker have him do the one bite ice cream thing he know and then country Fat boy finger push. That is either the best name of a band ever or something we should all be afraid of. Um, just to do this one too. Our guy, the guy who got who you know got this going again, Mr. Rancherico is obviously he's he must have found internet somewhere in Costa Rica because he's uh he's 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 paying attention. Actually, he might be here. I'm not sure. I he, there was talk he might fly up for the playoffs. So I don't know. I don't know if I should say that out loud. I don't know if that like there'll be dark forces waiting for him. Yeah, but I say that, but I almost here. say 
I say this in almost every pregame show with Ron. I feel like like the show Big Brother, there should just be a live feed of him during games and during weekends. Just like a camera, like the live feeds. I just want to know what he's up to constantly. Maybe he won't like that idea, but I personally would find it entertaining to see what he does. You don't want that. You know, like like there's <laughs> you know, I used to have a saying when I when I cooked. It, never look in the kitchen in your favorite restaurant because you just don't want to see what's happening. Ron Tradico, you just don't want to know what Ron's up to. Ron Ron lives a different kind of life. <laughs> like his give a damn is busted. It, it, it's it, it's it's a different it's a different thing. It's a different different thing. I don't want to have um, you lead off with the predictions here of Columbus Carolina because you're so tight with some of the owners and players. I feel like no, you're going to get criticism no matter where. You want me to lead off with my thought on that ahead. semifinal yeah, game? Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, because I'm, I'm. It's a very intriguing game. Like I'm, I'm gonna be like at some point tonight. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be four screening it. I'm gonna be four screening it tonight because you got you got our game, you got this game, you got SummerSlam. I gotta I gotta keep up with you, booger eaters. Uh, you got you got UFC as a lot. By the way, I'm wearing the sleeves. I'm ready. I'm fired up for the game, guys. I got us. I'm repping us. We're gonna get it. Um. Uh, so so this is but this is so like Empire the biggest screen. And then this game is going to be on the second biggest screen because this is, I think this is going to be a hell of a matchup. For me, Columbus should be the favorite in this game. I know Carolina has been arguably until the last two weeks and the Empire caught him. And Empire fans can <laughs> oh, argue in our comments. Sorry, sorry. Ron, yeah, go ahead. I'm not in Albany. Yeah, I get it. That's right, FBI. He's not here. Gotcha. On um, YouTube, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, you could argue whether or not it's Carolina or Albany's been the best team all season. Albany, they're the top seed. They got home field advantage. That might just end the argument right there. But Carolina's been a really good team, and they beat the Empire a few times this season. Columbus right now is playing better than Carolina. Like, that's just flat out the answer. Like, the Lions are playing better than the Cobras, and the quarterback situation is far more steady, although Carolina's good. Like, Mason Espinosa is a better quarterback at this point. So if I get a veteran quarterback who's been in this spot before, a team that's playing better football. I would pick Columbus to win that game by like seven to eight. I don't know. Like, you know, we can't wager up. If I had to set a line for that game, I would put it at like seven. Now, maybe that's crazy because they're on the road and a lot of difference, everything. I would feel like Columbus is the team that should win that game. And I, if I had to put money on it, I feel like the Lions are in a better spot. You can let us know if you feel different about that, but that's kind of my read on that game from a distance. I think, I think it is. Uh, I think it's funny. I think it's funny that like you were like, yeah, you know, you bring back Mason Espinosa. Like, oh, they got better because they brought back the reigning MVP and quarterback. Like, like, like really? <laughs> <laughs> Good one, guys. But, but do you know, like, like Jonathan Bain is active tonight. So, like, yeah. So there's there's a chance we could get the matchup you like before the season started, before Mason Espinosa said, Hey, I'm gonna go coach college football with my brother. Um you know, nerds like us are sitting there going, Espinosa versus Bain is a is is a sexy potential playoff matchup. We might finally, we might really get it. It might happen. Like the 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 bottom line is both these teams could be going back out there with quarterbacks that are gonna that are gonna get after it. Um Columbus has been playing phenomenal football. The defense has been stellar all year. Uh Starks is a scary, scary player uh, on defense and when you got Mason Espinosa, you just never know what can happen. Um, the the question for me with Carolina is where's the chemistry at? Because you made a lot of big changes late. And and you know, as a team last year that made a lot of big changes, you know, four or five weeks left in the season, it takes a second for that to gel. Like you saw Malachi last year, as good as Malachi Jones is, 
he really didn't play his his best football until the championship game, which he ends up being the MVP of. So can they click chemistry-wise? There's a lot to be said for chemistry, and that's I think this this could be a three-point game. You know, I I really do like if you're if you're giving me seven points, I'll take the underdog. Um, or is it under snake in this case? I <laughs> I don't know. Like I honestly I unless you're putting a gun to my head, I I'm not picking a winner in this game. I'm not. I don't blame you because it's, it's a weird spot to be in uh, and especially how tight these teams have been. I want to go back to something you had right between one of those sentences there. That, go ahead. Go ahead. I saw that comment. I'm just watching Ron. Like I'm, I'm, my, my guy, Ron, he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm not. Again, I'm not in Albany. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in Orlando. I'm not going back to Costa Rica until the 16th. And, and are you guys coming with me? <laughs> I am. Um, I've never been arrested. I, I've been detained once in my life. And uh, I feel like if I went to another country with Ron, I would wake up in a jail cell. So no, no, Ron, I'm not coming with you to Costa Rica. I'm, I'm afraid to hang out with you in Orlando, you know, but but I love you, brother. And I, I hope you come to town soon. Ron, if you pay for Levac's ticket, I will be on there with you as well. If you pay for mine, of course. If you if he paid for yours, you'd go without me. You freaking traitorous little. He has my number, I hope. Anyways, uh, Columbus and Carolina. Uh, I want to go back to something you said because it's really important and it really stands out. And you and I are going to get this reference because I want to give a shout out to one of our friends, Lynn, uh, who we used to work with. She had this great line and you told me this story. This is kind of like a business analogy here. When certain businesses want to market or advertise, people might get upset because you ask them, what doesn't work? Like, what do you mean? What doesn't work? Well, you don't need to advertise or market yourself with me if you're not having issues. This is kind of the comparison here for Carolina. Carolina was so aggressive earlier this month in free agency. They wanted to add talent or Mm -hmm. the other way you could look at it is they have to fix something. The reason you're bringing in talent is because you want an upgrade or you feel like what you have currently on the roster is not the standard that you want. Now that's for a different variation of reasons, right? Injuries, performance, maybe they're just tired. Maybe they're running again. You could, it doesn't matter. That's what the Carolina staff decided they were going to do. So if that's the case, there's an, issue potentially with how Carolina's roster was built. So if you're telling me one team is adding a bunch of players before the most important game of the season and the other team is playing the best football they've played all season, I'll take the second team. Like that's another huge part of this. Even though they added talent and they're really good players, there's a reason why. And maybe there's more issues than we realize with Carolina and some of them are kind of coming out here in the later end of July. You know, here's the deal though. What was broken? Your quarterback. Bain was hurt. You know, I mean, and, and Malik Henry had a really great game for you, and then he had a really bad game for you. And, you know, you, you get a chance to bring in Tommy Grady. You bring in Tommy Grady in that situation. He gets hurt almost instantly, yeah. But, uh, no, I, I don't know. It, for me, again, it, it's you tell me that, that Mason Espinosa and Jonathan Bain are both playing their best football tonight. That's, I again, unless you're putting, unless you're putting a gun in my head. I'm not picking that game because I don't have to. Um, but if you told me that Jonathan Bain looks rusty tonight and Mason Espinosa is slinging it, then I go Columbus. Um, it's really great coaches, really good good teams, a lot of talent out there. And uh, either one is a worthy opponent on August 13th here at the MVP Arena. Let's go. We are so close to the championship. So many good games on the way for tonight. No, we got an interesting spot here, Levac, too. I know we got a bunch of other comments we can get to, too. Oh, man. Go ahead. Dude, shots fired from our boys at Inside the Walls. Three of the four teams in the NAL playoffs have won an NAL championship. Buffalo, I mean, Columbus has not all. Shots fired. Shots fired. That's a low blow. 
That's a low blow. But Jackson has wrong, two. Though. We have one. <laughs> Carolina has one. And what Carolina was 2019, I think they won. 2019, oh, no. Jacksonville, 2018. Yes, I'm sorry. Jackson, because Bain was with Jax and won. Wow. The, the, think about that. Jacksonville and Albany, the two most recent NAL champions in the semifinal matchup because yeah. of the two, 2020 canceled oh. season. Somebody upset. So, yeah, listen, again, country. That was inside the walls. That was not inside the walls, not Levac and guys, not not us. That was that was inside the walls. Remember that the dude carries a sledgehammer. You're going to talk crap to him. I mean, that's ridiculous. He eats ice cream in like one bite. Come on. You're out of control. I feel like I'm going to catch you off guard with this, but we used to have fun. We could still bring back this nickname if you want. I haven't used it in a very long time. Uh, Levac was nicknamed at one point in his life. Jeffy scoops. You know how you had like, that's true. Jeffy scoops. I hate I hate being called Jeffy. Just so we're clear, I, it's one of it's it is it, it's it it really makes me sound like like the fat kid who doesn't know he's fat and wears the wears the medium shirt, belly hanging out. Like that's what I think of. Like I I'm a fat kid, no doubt, but I know I'm fat and I dress appropriately. Um, I hate being called Jeffy anything, but Jeffy Scoops was not. That's that you wanted me to be that. I was not. I was never Jeffy Scoops. The reason I bring that up is because what has happened in this pregame show all season long mm-hmm. is we've had some news break during the pregame show, which has been really cool. Like Mark Hell Wade signing to the team, Mark mm-hmm. Roscoe being activated. We've always been able to like add something to this pregame show, uh, whether it's the travel situation. We've had some Coach success. Was here. able to get the comment in here instead of the direct messenger. So, is there any is there any playoff scoop you have that you'd like to share with us? You don't have to because now the coach is watching. If you've got a scoop that you don't want Jacksonville to find out about the fan base, if you've got anything you'd like to share, nope. Okay, can't do it. Yeah, I will tell you. Fair enough. I will tell you. I will tell you. You're gonna have some fun tonight. You're gonna. When you when you get all your notes today, guys, you're gonna be very excited. That's what I'll tell you. How's that? That's I won't scoop good. you. I'll tease him. I I see, coach. See, this is the thing. Coach says, "Tell me the dirt." I can't. You if you if I <laughs> I no no. How about Shatola from Jacksonville? Levac is the same IKEA furniture as me. I order this crap online. I have no idea where it's from. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. How, how um, coach, by the way, real quick, another. I'll give you a little. Tell me the dirt, Coach. I'll tell you what, Coach. You text me that I can tell the one thing I know, and I'll do it. But unless or, or you, yeah, you you do it. You put it in comments. I'm not doing it. I'll give Coach a little inside scoop here. This is a true thing that happened locally here in Albany. CBS Six Sports for eleven o'clock. Uh, just like how the updates are on television, they're about a minute and a half, maybe two minutes. Coach got an extended piece, so he got two and a half. And I'm like, I don't think I can get two and a half. They're like, No, no, we want it. Because of coach's conversation that's coming up here. So, coach, there's a little bragging right this summer here in Albany. You got the longest sports package over the last four months because of how good your interview was. He said, he said, text me or else. I'll text you. I'll text you what I know. You know what I know. I'm not saying I'm not listen. That man, you you wrong that man in the information front, and you're out in the cold. Like he he is he he'll tell like I have gained the trust of 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 Mr. Mr. Papu. And I am not going to lose it for any of you. I mean, got nobody's, some nobody's, yeah. <laughs> Jeff joins the emphasis at halftime. And uh, that's Jeff's going to do a dance routine at halftime. I, I mean, <laughs> it, let's be, let's be honest. 
If I was going to do a dance routine, it would have to be with Hollis. If it's not, if it's not with Hollis, I'm not. I'm, my rule used to be that I only dance in other countries. I go up to Canada and I get I'd get crazy in the in the clubs. Uh, now my rule is I only dance if Mr. Shutdown Island is 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 dancing as well. That's the only time. <laughs> and then I love this coach. Just uh, he, he was very he loves that he you you know he has the longest package at CBS. <laughs> He's very happy about that. And again, what are you doing on the internet? I got I had shorts on here earlier. Now I got coach on here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get to work. Only I can take off Saturdays. <laughs> I, like I, would, I would suit up for I the last time I was on the field at MVP Arena, I ran full speed into one of the walls because I just wanted to see what it felt like. It hurts, but I would do it in a heartbeat. I would do it in a heartbeat. There CP are... will tell you. Caroline will tell you. I I ran in the wall. I'm like, you, you ever just want to do it? She's like, why would you want? It? And all of a sudden, I'm I'm into the wall, and she's like, <laughs> she's just giving me this look. Like, what the hell's wrong with you, <laughs> Coach Hal? By the way, I know he's going to enjoy this. this. Yeah, yeah. Now I, that's right. That's right. You get out of here. I'm I'm done. He goes, <laughs> Coach, Coach, go Empire. He said he loves us. We love you too, Coach. And then um, the the coach of the assistant head coach. Uh, not anywhere says go empire. So there you go. I want to get everybody in there. The fun part about empire games, especially if you're a fan, enjoy the atmosphere, whether it's the block party before the game or inside. Like if you played, whether you were younger, whether you played in high school or college, like that lead up to the game when the fire hits and the music hits and the hype up video hits, like it makes you want to go out on the field and be a part of it. And the cool part about the NAL is that like you are a part of the game when balls fly into the stands after the game, the autographs and pictures, like you just said, You've you've you're suited up right now. Like you yeah, feel the emotion. Like you want to go out there and play. I want, I, felt, I want in. I want in. I felt it this morning too. I'm like, you know, it, there's been a few times in my life post playing career where I'm like, I actually want to go out and play. And then I thought, I think I hurt my arm sleeping. I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> Do you know what? You know what's funny? Like, sleeping. like I know, I know, Bracken and everybody are joking about me doing like dancing with the empresses. I would much rather get hit by a linebacker than dance with the empresses. They are good at what they do. I, I, I feel like the 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 cracked ribs or whatever the hell I would get from the smack I would take on the field would heal way faster than the embarrassment of me trying to shake my ass on the on the on the twenty five yard line. All right, so I'll be the got, bottom of the pyramid if they need that. Right? Like just... We've got. I'm going to let you pick, Levac. We've got three conversations coming up here. We've got a conversation with Coach Manas that people may have missed. Offer some insight to the game. We've yeah. got a conversation with quarterback Sam Castronova where he reveals his new nickname and talks no. about the matchup coming up. How dare he? I know what he's going to try and do in that, and it's not its not going to happen, Supernova. It's not going to happen. And we've got the other side of the broadcast team, Andrew Santilla, who's scheduled to join us in a little bit. So where do you want to go first? I think you have a good pulse, a beat of the Empire fans. What would they want to hear next? By the way, if you're watching or listening, you can let us know. What do you want to have next here? Castronova, Coach Manas, or Andrew to join us next? What is what is your feel right now? We can go any direction you want. Dorian wants wants a you want, Oklahoma you want a piece drill. Of, yeah, country and me in an Oklahoma drill. You want a piece of this, Bracken? You want a piece of this country? Come on. Come on. I got I got a couple LBs on you. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. I haven't seen an Oklahoma drill in so long, and I would love to see one again. They, they're outlawed, that's right? You, that's, where you, that's where you sing the uh, Oklahoma on the field, right? Oh, Oklahoma, not, not right? It. That's No, it's different? It's okay. not. It. That isn't that. Uh, we're getting a lot of feedback for Sam Castronova. So, Levesque, I'm going to toss in the Sam Castronova interview. Let's keep you around because you're in a different role this week. I want you to react 
to uh, Sam Castronova's interview here coming up because he, like you said, tries to start something you How knew he would start. He? How dare he? He does. All right. I made sure to hit share audio this time so I don't get yelled at. Here's our conversation coming up with Sam Castronova from earlier this week. Empire, the top seed in the NAL playoffs. You know him as Sam Castronova, but the last time we spoke, we talked about nicknames. Uh, Sam, you have your own nickname, is the rumor out there now. Well, Supernova, I wasn't the biggest fan of. Uh, as you know, Castronova is a little bit Italian. So since all these guys are coming up with their own nicknames these days, I figured I'd throw mine out there. Is that the Italian stallion? Is that what we see here on our visual of side? Of course. <laughs> I promise you, there is no doubt that in the upcoming broadcast on YouTube, you will be referenced as the Italian Stallion more than once during the broadcast, Beautiful. right? Beautiful. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the wrap of the regular season. You guys at the top seed. What does it mean to be the top seed, that accomplishment of being a regular season champion heading into the postseason? Uh, I mean, first of all, it's huge just to have us comp- get confidence going into the playoffs. I mean, be the number one seed to go into the playoffs on a four-game win streak, I think. Coach always says that he wants us to be playing our best ball in July and August, and I think we're doing that right now. So, number one, it's confidence. And number two, uh, home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Uh, you can't speak to how big that is uh, for, for these next couple games. Your style of play feels like it's evolved all season long, and in particular the running plays, getting to the end zone. The stats are all across the board, rushing leader, touchdowns. When did that change, or did it ever change where they thought, okay, like, Coach, I can do this. Like, I can make plays both with my arm and with my feet. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it ever changed. I just think that they saw the more and more that they went to me with some of those calls and some of the scrambles, the more and more it kind of works. So, if uh, the old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, um, we just kept kept going with it. There's one play in particular at the goal line. We've called it the power option on the broadcast where you get it under center. You either get Calvin Fance out in front. I don't think you're ever considering pitching it back to somebody, but that yeah, seems no. to be the bread and butter. What is that play called? Is it the power option? Is there another name to it? Yeah, we, uh, we, it's just QB sweep to the boundary. So whenever we see kind of a, a bigger guy that's at that end that we know we can kind of seal, uh, I got a little play call that I, I shout out to my lineman and, uh, some even in San Antonio, we actually audible to it. We had a different play call. I came under center. I did said the word, and then we ran the sweep to the boundary, and it it seems to work. I mean, it's it's just effective because with me running, it it gives us an extra blocker, and the fullbacks done such a good job on that play. And C. Lou and Love and all those guys playing guard and tight end, they've done such a good job. And it's like half the time I'm getting in there untouched or barely touched at all. So it's been a, it's been a huge advantage for us down down in the red zone, especially inside the five. One of the big advantages you guys have had, especially in home games, is that those games have been so tight in the first half. In the second half in particular, you and your offensive teammates seem to show out, especially in that third and that fourth quarter. Take us into the locker room at a halftime. Is it Coach Ware? Is it you? Is it Darius Prince? We know he likes to talk a little bit. Shout out to DP. What happens in that halftime locker room that you guys have found success to really take over games in the second half? Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, I think we we've – We've been doing well, but I think uh, it's it's how good our defense is playing in the second half that's making us look better because it's arena football. There's going to be a lot of points scored, but in the second half, our defense is really cracking down and giving up two or three scores, and we're scoring every drive, so just it's just making us look better. Let's break down Jacksonville, a former teammate now on the Sharks. So many different storylines there, but we're going to focus on the defense. When you scout out that Shark defense, what stands out to you? Uh, number 10 that plays in the middle, I think his name is uh, Marcus Smith. 
he's a good player. Uh, they play a lot of big cards, so they, they, they put a lot on his shoulders. So uh, he's a good player. They, uh, they fire on a defense. They like to get after the quarterback. So uh, we're excited to, uh, to play him for a third time. They got a, half their team's different now. So um, we've, been, we've been watching a lot of film this week, and uh, we're just excited for the opportunity. That playoff atmosphere, that feel. Take us through practice this week. A little thumps, a little harder. The 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 breaks in the huddle a little bit louder. What's that feel been like in practice? Yeah, no, coach doesn't really let them hit me very much, but um, <laughs> practice definitely had a little bit extra intensity to it. You you can feel it. We, we we know what we what we've been trying to get to all year, and we can feel us kind of starting to get closer to it. So we're just a little bit extra level of focus and uh, just trying to uh, get better every day. For the Albany Empire fans that have been there all season long, we appreciate the support. But there's going to be maybe a whole new group of Capital Region sports fans who this Saturday might come out and watch you guys play for the first time come playoff time. Give them a reason for the 518 for upstate New York to come out and watch you guys take on the Jacksonville Sharks this Saturday night. Come on out Saturday night. I mean, we'd love to have you. we got a great atmosphere here. Our owners and Jeff and Matt and all them do a great job putting on a, a great family environment. And, uh, and we'd love to have you as we can uh, at Shark Week. So we're hoping to uh, take down the Sharks. The social media post by the Empire Squad. Shout out to everybody doing that. It's looked great. He is yep. now known as the Italian Stallion, Sam Castronova. Sam, I appreciate the time during the playoff week. Thank you so much. Best of luck this Saturday. Looking forward to connecting again real soon. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Oh, it was brought to you by Adobe Photoshop. It's not <laughs> happening. It's not, I'm sorry, Sam. What it's do you not, mean it's not happening? It's not happening. I'm not doing it. He tried to get me to go for it. I said no. I get it that he loves his last name, but that's why it's so great. Like, dude, the fact that, like, when he took over, I, I'm i not going to call these people out, but I got messages in that week from other insiders that he was garbage the year before and we were in trouble. And I went, I watched this guy practice, and I don't see what you see. And sure enough, he goes out and just lights it up like a supernova. So it's, it's, uh, it's you know, if he wants to be Sam the Supernova Castronova, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll add words before I switch up to the Italian stallion. I didn't know the dude was Italian, okay? <laughs> all right? It's not happening. It's not, it's not happening at all. And this, <laughs> I just, it, it's, Supernova is so good. It's such a good name. And you, and you played so well, and I know he's not watching right now. He's dialed into the game, but I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And, and by the way, tonight, if I hear you call him Italian Stallion on the broadcast, I'm coming for you. I know where you live. We we will find out if Italian Stallion is used by YouTube or the play by play. Do the votes. I will in the comments right now. In the comments right now, <laughs> Sam Supernova Castronova or Sam the Italian Stallion Castronova. Which one? You you be the judge. Watchers of the Empire pregame show, Levac and Gaz, brought to you by Techies Fire and Water Restoration, your best way back to normal. Check us out online, tefirewater.com. Water damage, fire damage, whatever, we got you. We, Let's go. you, you will truly have a voice in the broadcast tonight because Andrew Santillo, the voice of the Empire, is going to join us here in a few minutes. So he's going to see these comments, and Levac is going to get in his head here in a little bit when he joins us. But it is the here quest for the here ring. Same, same. Mary Jo. All right. Way to go, Mary Jo. Nancy, way to go, Nancy. And Nancy asked earlier if I adopted a kitten. I did. I, she just he just hasn't moved in yet. So uh Charlotte, I think he's earned the right to be called whatever he wants to be called. Charlotte von Schiller just is gonna go against me on everything. Charlotte, which one do you like better? Stop. Like, here's here's a little inside baseball for you, a little inside football. Sam coaches her son, okay, in his in his off time. 
Stop kissing his ass, Charlotte. Tell the truth. Supernova's the way to go. You know it. I know it. Cruella DeVille, tell the truth. It's Supernova. I think whatever Charlotte says is right, because I'm afraid of her. And she, she doesn't even know where you way. sit during the game. She knows how to find me. I'm not scared of her. I did. Even, yeah, but you know, even her husband's like, LOL, I'm going to stay out of this one. Uh, supernova from Lisa. Yeah, see, these it's Supernova. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Supernova, buddy. That's what you get. But, you're welcome. Yeah. And you're welcome. I gave you a great nickname, and you spit in my face with the Italian Stallion. Especially I got I got guys from Philly on the team. You say Italian Stallion, they're gonna start running steps. They're gonna think that they gotta do a Rocky movie. No, I was about to hum the Rocky woman up, song. Charlotte. Woman up. Tell the truth. You like Supernova too. I was gonna hum Rocky. I have to pay for the rights. So, but Lillian, David, Fine, Jewelers, Levesque. It is the quest for the ring. The Albany Empire are going for a championship. This playoff push. If you want to buy a ring for someone special in your life. Lily and David Fine Jewelers is the place. If you love the Albany Empire, you want to support a family-owned and operated business here in upstate New York, the place to do it is Lily and David Fine Jewelers. I saw David this week. Shout out to him, man. He is an awesome guy. He's got stories for days. He's talking about how the summer's been so different with Saratoga back to normal and people visiting and coming in and out the different days. Shout out to David. Shout out to Alyssa. They're always doing great things to help me for my proposal, my wedding. My wife is on a bachelorette party. That's how she's paid me back to celebrate our engagement she's out partying you you've been to drinking. 75 bachelor parties you've been to 75 since i've known you if she gets to go to one bachelorette party so be it and i love her for that it's lillian david fine jewelers two for one wedding band sales guys it is officially wedding season if you want to pop the question or you want to make sure she looks good you can find something that fits her style her fashion and more lillian david fine jewelers can help you find it trust us we know from experience route 50 the shops of will make the drive up this summer to Lily and David Fine Jewelers. They're going to help you find exactly what she's looking for. Shout out to Listen, David. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Yeah. You know what? Charlotte Von Schiller, we're going to war. What do you mean choose one? You refuse to choose which way the game was going to go tonight. I like Supernova, but certainly if he doesn't like it, it's no biggie. Uh, no, I gave you concise breakdown of how I feel Carolina versus Columbus will go and said that if I didn't have to pick, I wouldn't. You have to pick. And you picked Supernova just like I did. Stop it. Stop the noise, Charlotte. How dare you? It's a lot easier to talk crap to her when I know I'm not going to be there tonight. And then uh, Lisa says she misses me. I miss you too, Lisa. I'll see you. I'll see you soon. There. Hey. What's there happening? The voice of the Albany Empire, Andrew St. Till Levesque. I just did the old drop like you used to do to me when a coach was waiting on a hole when I was ripping him. Uh, I guess uh, I, didn't rip, I, was, I didn't rip Santillo. Stop no, no, no. Me. I'm talking Don't about Cattuso. Coach Cattuso from U Albany yeah, football was the king of that move. I'd say U Albany played favorite. terrible and coach would be online too. What'd you say, guys? Couldn't hear yeah. you through the phone. That used to be, I used to enjoy that so much, Santillo. What I would do is guys would say something in the commercial like, oh man, I can't believe how bad the Great Danes played last night or whatever. <laughs> and then like I would go, really? And like I was like, dude, you should you should probably dig into it just out of integrity. You should tell the truth on the air. Meanwhile, I'm like texting Gattuso, call now. And like guys would just go on a rant, like, well, the defense and this, that, and the other thing. Oh, really? What do you think? And also I would just pot up coach. And Gattuso would be like, Thanks a lot, guys. And you should see guys turn like three shades of white. Just, oh, no. <laughs> uh, did you hear the Italian stallion nickname for Sam Castro? The self-given nickname. Will this be a part of the broadcast? People want to know, is it Supernova or Italian stallion? What are you going to open with on tonight's broadcast for Sam? I heard it. I mean, we can, whichever you prefer, I guess. 
<laughs> Which one do you prefer, Santillo? Well, I per I prefer Castronova uh, or Supernova. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's Castronova. Oh, he's the voice of the Albany Empire. <laughs> uh, but Italian Stallion, I feel like, is uh, you know. Um... I need to take you. That's, that kid's not happy about it at all. Either way, <laughs> storming through here. Did, you, um, did the gate of hell just open up? It's it like it's demons how, screaming at you. That's our that's our four year old daughter. Oh, okay, she's trying to make an appearance here on the pregame show. Awesome. Uh, there she, she is. Supernova. As you've been breaking down this game, Andrew Levesque and I have been previewing it from our angles. Your notes, what stands out to you in this semifinal matchup? Well, I, I mean, I think it's going to be, you know, it's interesting. These two teams, you know, Albany won the first two matchups between these two teams, but they were like a long time ago. I mean, all, you know, back in April and that down in Jacksonville and then in May in Albany. So, um, you know, this it's a totally different team. I mean, I think what you've got is four teams in the playoffs who are basically separated by, um, you know, percentage points, if you will. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, I think this is game is going to come right down to it. And, uh, you know, I think if, if things hold true to form, um, you know, it, we should see a close game in the first half. And then I think Albany's what they've done all season has been able to make adjustments and pull away in the second half. I've been saying that if you're a Jacksonville fan, you have excuses of why you've lost to Albany. You can blame that the quarterback situation was different in week two. You could blame travel in the home game. Is that a legit excuse? Like, can Jacksonville fans lean on this in this playoff game and say the best Jacksonville team is going to take the field Saturday night in just a few hours? Um, I think so. I mean, I, well, they went through a real surge, right? They were playing real well, um, you know, when when Nelson joined the team. Um, you know, so they they – I don't know if they're playing their best football of the season, um, but they are, you know, it's going to be a formidable foe. I mean, they're coming off a loss, but, you know, seven and seven. And, you know, if they play as well as they're capable of, um, this should be a really good game. Um, but I don't know as they're necessarily playing the best football that they've played this season coming into the playoffs. I, whereas I think Albany riding a four game winning streak, um, you know, is playing, it, it, you could argue is playing uh, the best football that they've played all, all season. So, I mean, to, to answer your question, I mean, I think Jacksonville fans, um, you know, you've got the last two champions, right? You know, 2019 Jacksonville was the champions, 2021 Albany, the champion. So, you know, I, I think Jacksonville making the playoffs is a, is a real positive for them. Um, you know, I, they have some injuries, you know, they're not, I guess at a hundred percent, there's, you know, some bang up, you know, who's going to play quarterback, who, you know, who should be out there. Is it, you know, is it faithful? Is it Nelson? Um, you know, so I, I think they've got more moving pieces at this point in the year where obviously, you know, they always say, if you've got two quarterbacks, you've got no quarterbacks, right. Or something, if you're trying to make a decision at this point, you know, you're not in as good a shape as you, you maybe would like to be. Um, but, you know, I, I think this is going to be a good game and I think Jacksonville fans should be excited. Um, you know, obviously they would have preferred to be, you know, having a, either a home game or, you know, maybe not be that four seed um, and taking on the defending champs. But I think, um, you know, th if they come and bring their, the, you know, their A game, they, they're capable of winning the game. I'm, I can't wait to see which one of you guys quotes me on this one. I think one of the biggest factors is that Devin Wilson, instead of having a locker set up for him today, had to get a pass to get into the building because he's there as as a support member of the team, not as a guy. They're, they're be arguably their best player isn't going to be on the field. 
Agreed. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a, you know, was a second team all NAL guy, but I mean, going all the way back, I mean, first team all NAL in 2018 and 2019. I mean, he's a, you know, a big receiver, six, three, um, you know, he's a guy who's able to take over a game kind of, you know, sort of like a Darius Prince, even, you know, even though I don't think anyone's as good as Darius Prince, um, but he, he's there. I mean, he's their number one grade A receiver. And, uh, you know, to not have them out on the field means, you know, other guys like uh, Murray and um, Rob Jones are going to have to step up. The first half in particular, I know this has been a storyline for, what, three home games in a row of how a first half plays out because Albany and the opposing team, whoever it might have been, have always been so close, if not trailing. Is it, again, the key for this playoff game where if Albany can actually be leading by – potentially double digits that can run away with it in the second half. That jumps out to me. I'm not sure if that's the storyline that intrigues you the most in these early parts of the semifinal round coming up. Yeah, well, I think, you know, I think if you've got four choices, right, if you've got Albany wins close, Jacksonville wins close, Albany wins big or Jacksonville wins big, um, you know, I certainly think, you know, it it has obviously the potential to be a, a very close game and either team could win a close game. But I think, if you had to choose between Albany winning big or Jacksonville winning big, I think you'd say Albany just because of the way they've played in second halves uh, of, you know, this season, they've been able to go in, uh, you know, it was a couple of weeks ago, they were, they were leading uh, Orlando 41 40. And then the predators basically didn't score in the second half. They scored a defensive touchdown and then won really, really late in the game. So, you know, if, if you had to make a decision that way, I think, you know, I think you'd say Albany is probably, you know, the team that could pull away in the second half. I don't see, you know, especially at home, I don't see Jacksonville, you know, winning big in this, in this game. Andrew Santillo alongside me, for some reason, he's put up with me all season. We're going to be a part of the broadcast call seven o'clock tonight on YouTube. If you're not coming out to NVP arena, watch the game just like that, but be a part of the broadcast team or I tell you more often than not be a part of NVP arena, join the crowd. Andrew, appreciate the time man on a game day. I will see you in about two and a half hours. We'll probably see you before Why seven. Okay. Just for the visual audience. Bye, my friend. I'll catch you well, later. Thank almost, you for doing this. You almost got interrupted by the, you know, my daughter coming through looking for tissue. You know, it's just she wants to take Gaza's job. She's in for the color commentary job next year. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were almost going viral for, you know, who knows <laughs> I just wish she those... ran in and swore. Like, are you on that bleeping thing again, Dad? Like that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome for you guys. That's I think it's going to be a great game. I mean, I think both of these, I, you know, I heard you guys earlier, both of these semifinals, I think are going to be great. Um, you know, we're going to, I'm sure be having our, you know, Bo in the, in the production truck, they've broken our little uh, monitor up there so that we can watch the other game, which was great last week. Uh, we had the Carolina game on last week. I'm sure we'll have them on again and we'll be watching them and, filling people in on the score as they watch our broadcast or they're flipping around. It's going to be a great semifinal matchup, both sides. Have a great call, my friend. Looking forward to catching you up again soon. And uh, I'll bring some garlic fries up. This will be dinner time. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple hours. Right. Later. Have a good call, man. All right. Thanks. There you go. It's Andrew I, Santilla right there. I like this one. So uh, Dorian uh, pointed out, Dorian Redden, who makes amazing graphics for the team. Um, he said, Wilson holds the NAL record for 31 consecutive games with a touchdown. Do you know who who uh, stopped him? Do you know Do you know what team was able the to Empire. keep him out of the end zone? You are correct. There you are. Yes. Uh, all right. Yeah. So and look, he's a special, special player. And obviously, you know that referee situation where he hit him, he blindsided him. Um, you know, he, he he had to be punished for that. Um, it is 
it sucks that he's not going to be on the field as a fan of football, but as a fan of the empire, you know, if they want to, they want to go ahead and end his suspension after this game, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I want to give love uh, to our friend Jared Lozier, by the way, Northeastern insurance. If you're looking to save Jared cash. Lozier. <laughs> he's going to be there tonight, by the way. Yes, he is. That's why. Yeah. And happy birthday to Jared Lozier. Oh, it's his birthday? It was his birthday. How about that? 518. 518- Nine five six three seven five three. This would make our pregame show. We love Jared. It's his birthday. He's gonna be up at the game. If you're listening, this is his cell phone. He wants you to contact yes. you about insurance prices. Shoot him a text. Happy birthday from the Empire pregame show. Here's his number: five one eight nine five six three seven five three. And he's probably gonna text you back and talk about insurance quotes. It's so important here this summer, especially with the fall coming up. You want more of that expendable income, as I like to call it, that stuff you want to spend on the vacations and who knows some sports wagering, whatever it might be. You got to save money with your insurance policies, whether it's your home, your car, your small business. You might just set it and let it go. Well, find out if you can get a better price today with just that one text or that one email to our friend, Jared Lozier, the birthday boy. Make his birthday special. Text him, 518-956-3753. Happy birthday. Can you save me money? Or email him, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Again, one more time, J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Jared Lozier. His birthday will be awful if you don't text or email him for about insurance quote. Text don't him, have that guilt sit over your head. Text him, hey, you up, dot, 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 and then a second text to save me money. He'll love it. <laughs> he'll love it. Hey, you up, dot, 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 to save me money. And he'll he'll grow hair. He'll be so excited. Confuse him and text him, new phone, who dis? Right, just, yeah, r- flip the rolls on him. <laughs> flip the rolls on him. Be like, yo, I, I want a new phone, but I can't because you haven't saved me money yet, Jared. Uh, Charlotte Von Schiller wants to know if she's uh, filling in for me tonight. Are you willing to tell Sam his nickname is, is Supernova and not Italian Stallion? If you are, then yes, you can fill in for me on the, on the premises this evening. So that's the deal. You ready to hear from Coach Manas, his scouting report for the game coming up? Very much so. Let's do it. All right. Coach Tom Manas joined us earlier this week, as you might have heard earlier in the pregame show. He got extended time on CBS 6 Sports because of how great this conversation is. Here's Coach Manas for another championship this Saturday inside the NVP Arena as they take on the Jacksonville Sharks. 7 o'clock kickoff set. We're joined by the head coach of the Albany Empire, Coach Tom Manas. And Coach, first let's talk about a regular season championship for your franchise and your team. You guys are the top seed in the upcoming playoffs. What does an accomplishment like that mean for your players being the best team overall this past regular season? Um, I think it's a vindication of sorts. You know, um, there's two sides of it. Um, one is for coach wearing myself, cause we're the holdovers, if you will. Um, it shows that, um, what we've created here, uh, works with different rules, different personnel, uh, you know, uh, the logistics of the whole thing. So that in itself is, is, um, we're really proud of that. Damon and I are very proud of that. Um, the other side of it is for the players, uh, you know, anytime you finish the regular season in first place. Hey, Google, what's this song? Um, like I said, it vindicates what you've been saying the entire year, which is, you know, uh, I think some one of the fans quoted me in an article and he said, basically, you know, Coach Manas said, you know, don't don't think you know the ending to this book yet because we haven't finished writing it. And I kind of like that. And uh, uh, I think that's the case with us right now is that, you know, 
a lot of people wrote us off. Um, your partner in crime, uh, Levesque, made a comment one time. He said, you know, you can kick us when we're down. Just make sure you don't pull a hamstring because you're going to need to get up and run when we get up. <laughs> and, and I love that. Um, actually, I stole it now, so it's mine. It's not his. <laughs> uh, but, no, it's it's that kind of thing, you know, that we never doubted us. Um, but, uh, you know, we stay, we've stuck together as a group. Uh, we've encouraged each other. The players have been tremendous. Um, the coaches, uh, diligent in our efforts, you know. Uh, so I'm, I'm very, very proud of that accomplishment. It, that means a lot to me personally to do it two years in a row because it's hard to win two years in a row of anything. Uh, so it was, it was really special. So many different things this season has had, the ups and the downs, the challenges. But let's focus on that Ironman rule in particular. You kind of gave me a little tease here, a little hint to that. Because in the preseason, I know you heard it that some people wondered, well, why does the Albany Empire roster look different than other rosters? And yeah. I know you took a little pride in that, saying, okay, we'll, we'll find out what happens. How would you describe, though, the overall Ironman element to the league? Frustrating, exciting, challenging? How would you describe that regular season new element to this league? Um, it's exciting, but it's different. You know, it, it takes away specialists uh, in general. You know, you get two offense, two defense, but I'm talking about a defensive line or an offensive line, um, you know, or a particular uh, cornerback uh, or linebacker that would normally play straight up platoon football. And, um, you know, a lot of people gave me a lot of grief on the way I recruited. And they thought I was recruiting like a normal AFL style team or NAL style team. And um, that really wasn't the case. Um, the truth of the matter is this, the way I, cause I'm also the GM, the way I recruit is pretty simple. I find the absolute best player I can find. Um, we did it that way in the NFL. We did that in the CFL. It sometimes if you're looking for a quarterback and that quarterback is maybe, you know, a one slot on your board, but there's a linebacker who's actually better at being a linebacker than that quarterback is, I take the linebacker. I'm never going to leave the best on the board. I'm going to always go after the absolute best football players. Then I think as a coaching staff, it's our responsibility to cultivate their talent to fit our game. Um, but the real, the real kicker is Ironman football is not a big deal because most of these guys have played both sides of the ball through high school, junior high, high school, even some in college, um, or with other football teams. Oh yeah, coach, I was a wide receiver, but I also played DB, you know, so they're great athletes. Um, it's just building a scheme around their talent. I think where a lot of coaches um, struggle is they sit in the off season and they draw up a playbook and they have no idea who their personnel is yet. And we do it kind of opposite that we get our personnel and then design the playbook to exploit them and, and their talents. And um, so we knew it would take a minute. And the other side of it is when you have a team like this, I said this all, all year, Gus, is that when you coach an all-star team, you got 
all-star people and they're all alphas and every one of those guys wants to be the guy um and it takes a minute for them to realize when they don't have to be that guy darius prince probably exemplifies it better than anybody because darius has said to me on more than one occasion um make me the decoy on this play let me run down the field and grab two of their guys to chase me and then you can throw that eight yard hitch and get the first down right um not a lot of mvp caliber candidates are going to say that they're going to say just throw me the ball i'll get it i don't care what the coverage is and um he probably could make the catch too but the point is is that he's willing to for the bigger picture so that kind of leaks down into the locker room leaks down into you know practice and then guys start realizing you know even on defense the other day i had a conversation with an all-star defensive player and i said yeah this isn't your play he kind of looked at me like what the heck are you talking about i said that's not your play i said this isn't your play that's his play you're going to set him up so he gets to make the sack and he goes okay i can do that and that's it takes time to get to that point though because every great player wants the ball with the you know 10 seconds on the clock i mean how many of us as kids sat in our driveway shooting jump shots or you know throwing a football around saying then the crowd goes wild and we're gonna do well we're just nothing but big kids. We want to do that too. Yeah, that's right. There's nothing wrong with being competitive, wanting to play. If you have a bunch of those guys on the roster and on the team, they have those moments where they can shine, especially come playoff time. Seven o'clock kickoff set for MVP Arena. The Empire hosts the Jacksonville Sharks in the semifinal round. A team you guys have faced a few times this season that you know well. There's some interesting storylines at that quarterback position for sure, but when you've been looking at this Jacksonville team, scouting them, watching film, what stands out to you that makes this Shark team so dangerous? Dangerous. Um, I think the thing that universally um, is agreed upon by my whole staff is that they're very athletic. Like, uh, they're they're comparable. I don't want to say comparable, but they're. Um, I think Coach Burley kind of built a team now. They're all athletic. You know, there's not super obese guys or, you know, or, or or exaggerated height guys or this or that. They're just athletes. They look like athletes. Um, that's the one thing I think that uh, strikes me the most is, is um, just the caliber of athletes that he's put together. Now, I like our guys better. I think we match up really good with this football team. And... Um, uh, I'm looking forward to the opportunity. I think what the first time we, we beat them, we beat them by one. The second time we beat them, I think we beat them by, I don't know, 20 something odd points. Right. And then I'm looking forward to hopefully doing the same thing this time. And again, they've added players. They've gotten better. Um, but so have we, you know, we've gotten better too. So I think it's going to be a great, great game. Looking forward to calling the action Saturday night. Winner goes on to the 2022 NAL championship game. Before I let you go, coach, for Capital Region sports fans who have not had the opportunity to watch you guys play yet and thinking about maybe this is the first time they're going to watch the Empire play at home, give them a reason why they got to come out Saturday night and support your squad. Um, I think I think the biggest reason is what I've been reiterating all week is that <clears throat> 
I'm Eileen and I'm a content creator and entrepreneur at Lavendaire. I began using Adobe Premiere Pro in 2014 as an outlet to share all the lessons I was learning as I was. We produced a championship football team for you. This is going into the second year. We've done all the heavy lifting. All you got to do is show up and have a beer. Okay. Um, I, I really think if you if you are a true fan or if you're just even intrigued by it, to see something as special as we put together here in the last two seasons, um, I don't think people truly realize how remarkable that is. Right. And um, these kids that come here, these players, I call them kids because obviously uh, I'm old school. They're young school. Um, but they're these kids that come here, guys, they leave their families. Many of them have kids, married, significant partners, moms and dads. Uh, crisis is going on at home and they grind through it by being here. Uh, and don't make millions of dollars. Um, and so the closest thing that they have to reassurance that they're doing the right thing are the fans. So when you put when you put a thousand, two thousand people in the arena that really love them, they appreciate it. They really do. Put five thousand in there, then watch us play. Because it will be something scary. Because they're just waiting for that moment. They're waiting for the acknowledgement of what they've accomplished. They're waiting to hear the roar of five, eight, nine thousand people. And I find it extremely difficult to believe. As much as I love my my friends down in Orlando, you know, I'm tight with the owner and the coach and all those people. How they're getting eight thousand people and can't win a ball game, and we're second year in a row winning the regular season, competing for another national championship. I just hope, you know, you want us to be competitive? You be competitive, fans. Show them, show them that we can do it too. And uh, uh, that would be a great thing because I think, guys, once someone comes once, it's never been, they're coming back. Once people who were fans before come back and get to be around the, their fellow fans or fellow uh, compadres, if you will, that, you know, and enjoying the game, I think that'll just become a regular habit. No doubt. Coach Manas, best of luck this Saturday. Good luck to your squad. A victory puts you guys in the championship game for the second consecutive season. Looking forward to calling the action. Talk again soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys. And like I said, no empire. Love that. Maintain the rain. He's so right, too. If we could get three, four, five, eight thousand people in there. I mean, the guys play their asses off already. It's just, it's different. And the, and the people who are there, like, this is the one thing I want to be clear. Like, just because we want more people doesn't mean we don't appreciate the, the people who are there. They are, we have the best fans. It, it's, it's, it's amazing the amount of noise 2,000 people can make. We just want to amplify it. It's, we just want to amplify it. From the fans to the staff to the players, the coaching staff, the empresses. Shout out to the empresses. Speaking of all the empresses, that, yeah, Grace, shout out to Grace. Girl Grace G. Good luck from the empresses. Um, she's awesome. She uh, she does so much to help me out, especially in the off season and stuff. So, shout her. out to all of them. And also, Coach, how much are you getting paid off of that interview? That was like five ads that ran during. I don't know how Coach made that happen during that. 
Well, I think it's important when you think about that to remember that Coach drives to work every day in a Fogs Automotive pickup truck. Thanks to our friend Coach Howe. Fogs Automotive. FoggyCredit.com. And if Coach is looking for a new AC <laughs> one more, I got one more in for him. I got one more in for right. Coach. Right. One more for Coach. <laughs> and one more for Johnstone Supply in Troy. If you're on 6th Avenue in Troy, don't forget, proud sponsors of Godzilla Media and the Albany Empire pregame show is where you can find your new AC unit. Shout out to George and his crew over at 6th Avenue in Troy. Johnstone Supply in Troy, always helping you stay cool all summer long. Proud sponsors of our baseball coverage on Godzilla Media. Visit them, 6th Avenue in Troy. Check them out on Facebook right now. If you're watching on Facebook, just go over to Johnstone Supply NY. Give them a like, leave them a comment, say thank you for the Albany Empire pregame show. George, you're the man. We loved hearing you on getting there with Gods and the Johnstone Supply in Troy story. Johnstone Supply in Troy, give me a call today, 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. Say you want the John Goodman AC unit. Or just say John Goodman. Confuse them. Just say you want to stay cool this summer. Johnstone Supply and Troy. <laughs> Oh man, that's uh, I, I'm so like, I'm getting like bummed out that I'm not going to be there tonight. Um, I will be there in, in a way and you'll see that if you get your tickets and go tonight, of course, uh, special Olympics will be honored, uh, this evening playoff football, second year straight that, you know, we host the sharks for this. And, um, it's just, it's hard. It's hard. Like, I love these guys, like hearing coach talk about these guys, uh, you know, hearing Sam Castronova, supernova, uh, if you will, um, it just uh it just sucks not being there so like it, it causes me pain to not be there and some of you will sit and watch this thing on youtube when you could you can 100 be there like we got tickets for like 20 bucks you know what i mean like you can just just go to these games um it is it is, these guys are totally putting it all on the line for you and uh you know as the guy who sees their medical reports once in a while and stuff like that you know, obviously i can't talk about them but these guys fight their ass off for you fight their ass off for albany and they all want to be here so Get your ass in there. Go out by. I think it's a I think it's a great way to end the pregame show. Usually Except for 10 minutes life. from now, DJ D Scott music out in the atrium. Shout what out happened? to D Scott, man. He's gonna crush it. Thank you for being a part of the show. Uh Levesque, I feel like I usually ask for advice. That's a great way to end it. I'm hitting the end broadcast button. Go back and listen and download for episodes on the Levac and Gaz side for audio. There's one more plug before we get off. Levac and Gaz, download, subscribe, rate and review on Spotify and Apple, where you can listen to past pregame shows and future shows on the way. And uh, just send a love to Coach Howe. Love you, Coach Howe. Thinking of you. I know you got some stuff going on. You're my guy. Appreciate you, brother. I'll be here if you need me. Go Empire. Go Empire. Maintain the ring. <laughs>